It's Thursday, January 20th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. We're back in 2 Timothy today, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. I'm going to read them for us, and then we're going to spend some time focused on a single but powerful word. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Today, we're looking at the word love. It's a word that's used all the time. In fact, one of the most famous songs in the 20th century goes, all you need is love, right? Love songs, romantic love movies, love. It's all over the place. It saturates our culture. It is one of the most important virtues in all of culture. But what does the word love mean? Especially when the Bible uses it. What is love here in this passage? When Paul is telling Timothy that the spirit that God puts inside of us doesn't make us fearful, but instead gives us power, love, and self-control. What is this love that Paul is speaking of? Well, you may have already heard this, but there are three different words for love in the Greek language. Sometimes we pit these together, but I don't think we need or pit them uh, against each other, but I don't think we need to. There are different kinds, different species of love. There are certain kinds of love that are appropriate in certain times, but not as appropriate in others. There's the eros love. It's a Greek word for love that's used in the scriptures sometimes, eros. This is the romantic, even sexual love that is experienced between a husband and a wife. This is the kind of love that is only experienced in is only appropriate in that context. There's another word for love, phileo. The city of Philadelphia is named after this word. Phileo, or brotherly love. The affection and love between family members, or even between really close friends. What's interesting is that at different times and in different cultures, one of these loves tends to be elevated over the others. You can think back, um, maybe you saw that movie back in the day. Uh, it was actually a, um, it was a miniseries called Band of Brothers. Great miniseries. Band of Brothers. Well, they're not actual brothers, but they served together in the military. And there was a love that they had for one another that was deeply appropriate. The phileo love. It was a brotherhood that was forged in battle. There's other kinds of phileo love, brotherly love. There's a kind of brotherly love that I've never really had the opportunity to experience. I was raised as an only child. I didn't have relationships with brothers and sisters. I didn't have brothers and sisters that I was growing up with. And so as an only child, I never really experienced what it was to have the love of kin. But now I have two daughters And they're growing up with this sisterly love, this phileo love. And I see the way that it develops in them. I see the protectiveness. I see the bickering. I see the camaraderie. 
I see the differences. But it's a phileo love that is with them through the bickering. They know they can rely on each other and be there with each other no matter what. Phileo love. There's a third kind of love, though, in the scriptures, and that's the kind of love that Paul is talking about here in this verse. The word for this is agape. It's a generous love, a sacrificial love, if you will. It's the kind of love that Jesus showed the world when he died for the sins of his people. A sacrificial, generous love, agape. And this is the kind of love that Paul is saying Timothy is supposed to be showing. And it is a love that comes from the Spirit. It is a sacrificial, generous love. It's the love that a pastor is to show his congregation. That's the context here of Paul and Timothy. Paul's reminding him of how he laid his hands on him and that Timothy was called apart to be an elder, a pastor, ordained minister of the word. And now he's saying that that spirit that he received does not make us fearful, but gives us power, love, and self-control. That love, the spirit helps us to sacrificially, generously love others. And that's not just true of pastors. That's true of all believers. The Spirit calls us to generously, sacrificially love others. That is not easy. It's especially not easy when the people that we are called to sacrificially love, to generously love, when they are difficult to love, difficult personalities, or even not just a difficult personality, somebody who has done something to you that's hurt you. How do you love people who've hurt you? This kind of generous, sacrificial love is the kind of love that can only come from Jesus Christ. It is the only love that is devoid of selfishness, really. These loves, eros, phileo, and agape, can truly be selfless loves, any of them, if they are empowered by Jesus Christ. If they're not, they're always clouded by selfishness and always end up turning inward and being sinful. And so these species of love are ours, but this agape love, this sacrificial, generous love is the love that we are focused on today in this passage. We are called to love our neighbors, even to love our enemies. So I think the difficult question that we have to ask is, who is the Spirit calling us to love today? How do we love sacrificial, generously? What does generous love look like? A love that you're willing to just dispense freely, generously. We think of generous philanthropists who give a lot of money. What if we are philanthropists with love? Just giving love, not looking for anything in return, but because it is Jesus Christ who is loving through us. It is the power of the spirit that sparks this love and maintains this love and shares this love through us. Who are we loving today in the workplace? How do we show love generously, even to those who don't necessarily deserve it? Because really, do any of us deserve it? 
How do we generously love others? It's going to take the Spirit to do that through us. There might be somebody who came to mind when I said that. Who are you supposed to generously love today? Could be your kids, could be your spouse, could be a friend. It could be somebody at work. Who is it that God is calling you to generously love? Would you rely on the Spirit to help you do that? Let's pray together to that end. Holy Spirit, we do need your help to generously love. Because so often, the people you call us to love are difficult to love. We know this because you love us and we are difficult to love. Yet you generously loved us, Jesus, when you went to the cross and died for us. Father, when you sent your Son to redeem us, you were showing us a generous love. And now, Holy Spirit, you work this same generous love in and through us. Would you use us to be agents of love around us? This agape love, this generous, sacrificial love. Lord, as you bring to mind by your Spirit who you're calling us to love today, would we not try and do it in our own strength, but would we rely on you? For it is your Spirit in us that helps us to love generously. Thank you, Father, for all you've done for us. We love you and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as you are loving generously today, I'll be praying for you. I hope this has encouraged you. Look for who you can show love to today. And I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another episode of Goodwill Talk Daily.